DJ and PK, we're joined now by Tim Lacombe. Are you a business owner? You have better things to do than job hunt or scramble to find your next great hire? Let Spherian Staffing and Recruiting do it. Visit Spherian online at spherian.com slash Utah. Tim Lacombe, good morning. Good morning. You would know this, I do believe. The Aggie Is the Aggie basketball coaching staff right now having the best day possible uh, short of winning a national title because they just won a big game and they have a bye on the weekend. They can actually give the players a day off, and sure, I'm sure they've got to watch some film on some recruit, and there's recruiting work to do, and they probably now have to meet with some booster about NIL. But isn't there like an hour to sit around the office and just bask in the glory of a big win? Well, that's probably last night. You know, it's, as Danny Sprinkle says all the time, rents due now. You know, you got to get up and get something done. Um, but what an environment really up there in Logan last night. Um, perennial Mountain West Conference uh, power in San Diego State. And I mean, I thought I didn't see every bit of every game, but I thought they went really toe to toe. And um, they answered the bell physically, which is what you got to do against San Diego State. You really have to be on the glass. Um, and I just thought they were tough, man. They found a way. And. So, I, I mean, I would give them an hour, uh, but I would imagine that Danny's already got him on to the next task. Yeah, no sense of recruiting. You don't know who's going to be in the transfer portal yet. You know, uh... That's right, man. You might as well uh, <laughs> it'd be like that old game where you put your, uh, you know, when you're at the fishing, somebody puts a, the pole or your, your line overneath the shower curtain and they attach something to it mysteriously. Um, what were those called? Fishing cons when we were kids. Um, you never know what you're going to get. Right. So, yeah, you got to wait till the portal's full. What do you think their seed would be? I'm having a hard time figuring out because we were talking about it. You know, those great Majerus teams, uh, I thought they were under-seeded. Even the year they got the two-seed, it was the fourth two-seed, and I thought they were better than that. So it seemed like there was always a level of – even if it was just marginal, a level of disrespect. I know BYU, when Steve Cleveland was there a couple times, I thought they were woefully under-seeded. I thought they were way better than what they should have been, and they end up going against uh, Syracuse and UConn, two powers, play them. Uh, you know, certainly uh, Syracuse was real tough, and the UConn game I think was tough too. Uh, but as far as that goes, I think they're still a little biased against the Mountain West, so I'm trying to figure out where they would be seated what would, your, what would be your thought? You know, I think that the Mountain West is kind of through that phase. Um, really great teams this year. And yeah, maybe with, and with the Aztecs going all the way last year to the final. Yeah, exactly. So I think it's, you know, it, it's, we're talking about a different animal, I think, in the Mountain West. But, but, but to your point, I mean, sometimes they – you know, Utah State was not necessarily scheduled for the dance. So they're like, oh, wait a second you got to hold 15 for your reservation. And we went through that a couple of times, um, you know, back to back games against Texas A&M when we were really good, um, you know, going in there with eights. It's why those seeds are so important when, you know, when we were able to make it the sweet 16 that year, uh, we went as a three and played Wofford in the first round who was tough, but uh, Mike Young was a coach who's now the coach at Virginia Tech who uh, pants Virginia last night, um, beat them pretty bad. So it's all, you know, the tournament's all about seeding. But I do believe 
what Utah State has going for it is, is the Mountain West Conference obviously has done really well in the tournament as of late, and I think they're they're an, they're a great conference top to bottom, really really good hoop. You worried about either of these teams having to follow up a big win with another big win? I mean, the Aggies get a week off, so maybe that helps a little bit. Obviously, for the Cougars, a big test on the weekend on the road. Yeah, it's um, you know it's day by day, but I think you know you're talking about BYU. I mean, heck, what an environment there! Um, you know, the the Mar- Marriott Center is no longer this uh, West Coast secret. So cool to see. BYU basketball, the uh, the environment, everything that has been kind of swelling over the last number of years all kind of come to uh, fruition. And just sitting back last night in my living room, flipping between games, it was just quite a sight to see. Um, but yeah, I think it's uh, I think BYU stamped their ticket last night, so it's a matter now of just continuing to try and improve your seed. And, um, you know, the loss at Oklahoma State was tough, but they answered it by winning a game last night that was really big against a, a team that a lot of people think a lot of good things about. Khalifa, man, I love the kid. Doughy guy, out of wow. shape. Leads seven assists, dropping in four threes. Just amazing. What a find. I, I totally agree. I mean, it's, talk about finding a guy that's exactly what you need. Um, you know, they have such a nice variation in their bigs, particularly between he and Foos. Um, but man, he's really changed the game. And some of those passes he made last night, you know, the ones that like the cutters going completely opposite of a direction of, that he'd normally, uh, you know, be in his sight or in his vision. And he just finds people, but it was his shot making last night, you know, making shots at the end of the, the clock and, and, just understanding where the ball needs to go. Um, he, he was a great find. I, I completely agree. Uh, Egyptian, you know, coming from Charlotte to BYU. It's, it's a great job by the staff finding him. Better pass that one you're talking about or when they're in the zone and before the ball hits his hands, he knows where the open shooter is on the three-point line. And, I mean, he caught that thing. He j- had to jump to catch it, but the ball was gone before his feet hit the floor. Well, they call that a one-timer in hockey, right? Yeah. Um, I think what I saw, I saw Jokic do that last week. Um, you know, ball's in the air, and he surveys the scene and goes up and just taps it where it needs to go. He, he's got a lot of Jokic in him. Um, you know, not from a scoring perspective, but, man, his ability, first of all, to, to catch the ball in the spot he wants to catch it, not be in a hurry, and you know the book on him now. You saw it last night with Baylor. They're crawling up into his real estate, trying to to thwart the opportunity for him to make passes. Um, but it seems like whatever people try, he just does. You know, he, he's got that gift, man. He's got that gift. How do you channel this and what was showed? I know you're not going to bring seventeen thousand folks with you, but you got a couple of road games in the state of Kansas coming up, and it'd be nice if you could at least get a split. But I'm nervous about it because I saw what happened last Saturday at Oklahoma State. Yeah, it's winning on the road is in college basketball. It's, you got to really be of one mind, um, and particularly going into places like that. I will say, 
the fall from grace, um, Jerome Tang in Kansas State, they are now one and six after he, you know, they're four and one in the Big 12. And they went to Iowa State, and he mysteriously called out Iowa State for planting people around his bench to, you know, coaches are so paranoid, I guess is my point. And, but he, he goes to, you know, he goes to great lengths in the media to, to make this comment. And his four and one team now has gone one and six. <laughs> so you might want to keep your, your eye on the ball, you know, particularly in the big 12, really important, but major distraction, you know, Jerome Tang, a young head coach who had a lot of success last year, um, you know, they've dropped it. They dropped the ball now. And so I think BYU's got a real chance to win there. I think that Kansas State team is just kind of on fumes right now. Um, and then Kansas, I mean, heck, you're going to be so jacked up for that. And, and it's not, let's, let's be real clear, this is not your mom and dad's Kansas. Um, this is kind of, rent, you know, they've rented costumes and they put on the Kansas uniform. Um, but that team is not typically what we see in a Kansas basketball team. So, again, BYU's on house money. They're they're playing great basketball, most importantly. I mean, that's the thing. They're not trying to – there's no production going on. There's no uh, – there's no faux – like March comes so, so far. He's not making up, you know, best locker room in America anymore. They're just doing it on the court. And, and, you know, him having to hype things up and all that stuff is gone. And this team is, you know, they're legit night to night. And um, they'll just go in there physically. That's what's cool. This BYU team physically can kind of handle those contests. Still a little three dependent, though. I mean, 39%, 14 made threes, so they get the win. But man, they can seem like they can only make a couple at Oklahoma State, so they take the loss. Yeah, but who isn't three-dependent anymore? I mean, basketball is three-dependent. Um, I think what BYU has shown in games this year were, um, you know, I'm trying to remember the game. It was Iowa State. You know, Iowa State really tried to, to crowd them and take away the three, and they ended up just going to the, the basket all night. Um, again, having Khalifa as a guy who you can penetrate the ball with but then is such a, you know, vicious passer. Um, they've got kind of the three and the key going, but they've got to take it out on the road, right? I mean, I think that sometimes um, the threes aren't going to fall like they do at home on the road. So they just got to remember to continue to attack. But I, I've been really impressed. And minus that blip, you know, at Oklahoma State, who's full of ton- uh, really good athletes, by the way, and, really good players, they do have the ability night to night to beat teams. Um, you know, I think BYU's in a good spot. Jazz gotten past the malaise of the trade now, and we can expect some winning going forward? I hope so. Um, I would say that that game we watched against Golden State going into the All-Star break is more of what hopefully we see. Um, it was an amazing environment. And I think the Jazz fans will still continue to come out and support this team. Um, Keontae, obviously, nine threes. This last little bit is is about a couple of things. It's evaluating, uh, continuing to evaluate, but giving these young guys reps, man. And, 
Keontae, you know, took those reps, did great things with them. It's exciting, you know, over the next 20 plus to see truly what Taylor Hendricks, you know, can kind of what level he can get to through year one. But I thought he had some good spurts the other night. And, you know, Will has proven, regardless of what part or what team or blend of team, this jazz, you know, jazz team he's had over the last couple of years, he's gotten the best out of the group. You know, you think about the group that nobody thought anything of last year, and he takes some 10 and 3 right out of the gate. Literally, half moves have to be made because they're doing too well. Um, this year, obviously, the, the moves to try to get some assets, but he'll figure it out. He continues to figure out the roster personnel, um, who plays best with whom. And over time, they, you know, they've really found that. And then, you know, he's got the team kind of humming at a certain point through the through uh, through each iteration of this team. So I would expect the same, but probably the most important thing is to see these young guys um, go out there and get their, their opportunities. You love the odds. What are the odds that with Charlotte at home, San Antonio at home, and at Atlanta, no back-to-backs, three games before we talk to you again, and only the third one in Atlanta is on the road. What are the odds the Jazz go three and zero? Because these are three basketball teams that are all well below five hundred, right? Yes, but it is the NBA, and every night, uh, you know, the odds don't necessarily mean much always. Um, I'm going to go. Let me think about this one. I am going to go sixty-five percent. They go three and zero. All right, there it is. Well, I see no reason why it doesn't happen because I took a level of uh, optimism from that uh, Golden State game because it seemed like, you know, they, I, mean, I realize it was a psychological blow, but it was also a, a literal blow in terms of uh, losing talent. And once that happens, I mean, you have to regroup a little bit. And Will Hardy spoke about that, about needing practice time and whatnot. Well, they should have had it now. And so I gave him the benefit of the doubt. But at that same time, now I'm expecting a much better performance going forward. I don't think there's any other way around it. And now you've, you've settled in to what – and he made a change to starting lineup too along with it. So I'm expecting at least more consistency. I think that's fair to say. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I think that, like you said, it, it does take a little bit of time to get the right groups out there together. Um and then I'll obviously scheme. You know, basketball is such a team game, and you know four guys can be on the right spot, and one guy can be out to lunch, and it can cost you possession after possession. So yeah, it's it's a process. I do think to the All Star break, the actual break, and getting away and coming back will be beneficial for this group. They've been through a lot, played a lot of games, and. Um, now they can kind of focus on the stretch run. Tim, we will talk to you again in a week, but we will hear you on Jazz Broadcast this week now as they get back to action. Pre-game, halftime, post-game right here on The Zone. Thanks, Tim. Thank you, guys. Great being with you. DJ PK, it's 97.5 The Zone. Coming up next, it's a win ticket Wednesday. We've got tickets to see the Doobie Brothers at the Utah First Credit Union Amphitheater on August 30th, and we will give those away next. Stay with us.